Social media is dead. We are no longer calling it social media. It is a bad representation of what we are doing on this platform. From here on out, we're going to be calling it social networking because that's really what we're focusing on is we're trying to use these platforms to network with people. Today on the podcast, Kyle and I break down four things that we're using in our social networking strategy to help us connect with our clients, with our friends, with our family, and also go deeper into... um, what's working and what's not. If you like this podcast and you want more like it, and if you really want to uh, take this and dive one step further, we do have our Media Mayor Mastermind course, which breaks down this and so much more. Uh, That's on MediaMayorMastermind.com. But enough of that. Let's get into the podcast. This week's episode of Real Estate Success, The Whistle Way Podcast. Kyle, I want to spend a couple minutes today. It's been a while since we've done this. I want to talk about social media, uh, specifically Instagram. We've been running social media challenges. We're launched one right now. Uh, we've been doing it with the team. I want to talk about some things that we've learned that have been working really well and uh, some kind of advice we have that maybe we've had before, but that carries on into today. Yeah, for sure. And you know, for us, social media is one of our core four. We've been really big here in 2023 on really focusing our agents on like the four key things they need to be successful, social media being one of the four. Um, the additional ones that we add on to that is open houses, sphere of influence, and um, working with the opportunities provided by the team, leads, appointments, and whatnot. So uh, social media is the fourth of those core four. And so I think it's a really good place for us to focus today. Very cool. Cool. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with EXP Realty in San Diego. I'm Brian Kochi, Director of Marketing here at Whistle Realty Group. The goal of the show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics to crush it in your business. The way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. So if you ever have a question, you want to have us answer on the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions on there, subscribe to the podcast and YouTube channel, join our uh, private Facebook group and email newsletter, and get on our referral list for all the people that are leaving San Diego. Uh, and if you want to get dialed in, we actually have our course where we go super deep on everything media related, social media, audio, video, and all forms of media called the Media Mayor Mastermind. Uh, you can also get details on that course on the the whistleway.com. You do that intro way better than I do. Yeah, I've it's, done it. What do you mean? What are you, two, three hundred episodes of this? Yeah, I, I I had some guest hosts on. I did it and I missed half of it and it took me three times longer. So <laughs> you're better at this. All right. So, Kyle, one of the things that you said in a previous podcast episode that I've always loved and I now incorporate it when I teach our new agents that join the team, you told people the number one strategy you have, strategy you have for social media is to not post. Correct. And then you stopped talking and I was like, carry on my friend. I don't know what you're talking about. Tell, tell me more about that. Yeah, I'm really big. I think that most people, the way they use social media is, is they want to get posts up and they want likes, they want comments, they want all of these things that make some feel or views if it's videos. Like that's what people are going for on social. But is that social like at that point? Like, I don't know. To me, social is like when I go to an event and I socialize with people and I talk to them and I, I'm in conversation with people like that's social to me. And I think that, you know, this day and age, there's so many freaking people on social likes, you know, there, what do you want to be one of 30 likes on a post, one of a hundred likes on a post? Like, is that what you want? Is that really being social? Um, I don't know. Maybe that's observant, but I don't know if I'd call that being social by definition. Um, if you comment, we could argue that that that's, that is going more the right direction. Um, 
but I think most people just have it all wrong. They want likes, they want comments, they want views, but they're not trying to actually get social and get into deep conversations and build relationships with people. That's when I'm going to a networking event, which this is called a social network. Um, when I'm going to a networking event in person, I'm going there with an intention to meet people and to build relationships. I go into social networking the same way. I'm going into it trying to engage in conversations and create relationships. And so I think that a lot of people are spending way too much time posting and not nearly enough time commenting and engaging in conversation. And I think that's where most people have the most amount of room to improve. I see, especially like stories, there's people who spend so much time putting up 10, 20 stories a day. And, but if I ask them, how many people did you engage in a conversation with? Zero. But it's like, well, I just know I have to put content out. I have to put content out. I have to put content out. But like, fuck your content. Like, if you're not actually engaging in conversation and building relationships, then are you actually networking? Yeah, I when I talk to the agents that join our team, we break it down. I say, what does social mean and what does media mean? And I say, look, I don't think this was an accident that social came first. When you think about it, everyone thinks about the media. What can I post? What goes well? We talk about all that. But it's about being social. And... We, we do all, when we talk about phone calls, we do all these phone calls to get in a conversation with people and, and how hard that is. And yet they won't literally send a DM or respond, respond to comments. You, you got to be social. So yeah. step one, our biggest life hack or, or social media hack is be social well, on your I, platform. I think that part of this is you're saying social media, but it wasn't called social media when we first got on this platform. It was called social networking. Like, that's what these were called. They were social networks. Maybe you, it was you, Boomer. I don't know. It was, yeah, I'm not. I'm an I'm a OG millennial, barely, barely by like months. Um, but there, we would call these social networks. Yeah. And they become called social media over the years. And I think that's actually, I've never actually thought about this, but that's the part of the problem is people are so focused on creating media on the platforms mm -hmm. that they forgot to network on the platforms. Yep. But these were social networks. Isn't there a movie called The Social Network? Isn't that like the name of a yeah. movie? Yeah, about uh, Facebook. Yeah, about Facebook. Like it was called The Social Network before, but now social media has become more of the term. Yep. And I think that's actually the whole fucking problem is we're too focused on creating media and not networking. Yeah. And my, my, like we could, let's just, the podcast could be over. Like right now. Thank you now. for watching this week. I'm just kidding. Uh, the thing <laughs> that I love to say is people are like, all right, cool. I'll do that then. But people get lost in the how. I love the how. I get in trouble because I go too much in the how. I understand this. But one of the things that I like to do, if you're like, all right, cool, I'm going to do that. I'm going to communicate with people. Go through your stories at the top. You're going to have a thousand wide. And just each person, either you can send them a DM, and that way you're checking off your list, checking off your list, checking off your list. Or uh, what you like to say, Kyle, is uh, uh, acknowledge and ask. Yeah. So they have a story and they have a, a photo of their dog. Cute puppy. Is he crazy in the house or is he biting up all your shoes or whatever? I don't have a puppy, obviously. Um, and just have that. I bet you 75% of the time you'll get an, a response to that. And then you just have a conversation. And it just, it just goes from there. So yep. the whole reason we do social media is because we want to get in conversations. We, you, so let's stop calling it social media. Okay. Let's just call it, what it is, social networking. If we start referring to it as social networking. So now I got to change our everything. Uh, yeah, change the whole business core plan. Core four, social networking now. Yeah. Let me just back it in. Just change the whole business plan. It's fine. <laughs> but that, that's the reality of it. And I learned this skill. It was like the first like true sales job that I had. I had to do a training for like two weeks. I was, selling, I was selling audio video. 
But yeah, they were taught me this strategy, answer and ask or acknowledge and ask. Like that was the strategy is when somebody asks a question, you don't just answer it and then let the conversation stall. Um, or if somebody like posts something bragging, don't just be like, great job. And then let the conversation stall, like answer the question and then ask a question, which is you taking control of the conversation or acknowledge something and then ask a question. So if they post a video of little Timmy scoring a goal in soccer, maybe it's Timmy's first goal, acknowledge it, be like, hey, congrats to Timmy. Uh, what position is he playing on the team? Just something, right? But I'm getting in conversation. And then with the platform, the whatever platform I'm on sees that I comment on the post about Timmy scoring a goal. And then Timmy's parent is then going to comment back. And then I'm going to comment back and I'm going to keep it going as long as I can. Um, and then the social network that we're on or whichever platform we're on is going to now be like, Hey, Kyle and Brian are engaging in conversation. Brian probably cares about what Kyle's going to post next. So the next time Kyle posts something, it's going to put it front and center for Brian. Like that's how these networks work. So if we know that, shouldn't we take advantage of that? Also, shouldn't we get into fucking conversations with people? Because that's like the, the two biggest leading indicators of a real estate agent's success is how many conversations are they having and how many appointments are they going on? Like if, if we track and we've done this, we've, we've, sold 5,000 plus homes now, I think. If I actually, we should go back and figure out our exact number. Tom, um, can you do that? I think we've sold like 5,000 <laughs> homes now. Like we've, we figured this thing out. We know what is ultimately gonna lead to closed transactions. And if we work our way up the funnel, like those are the two things in the funnel that are the biggest leading indicator of a real estate agent successfully closing transactions. So let's get in more conversations. Yeah, it gets us to our goal and it helps us grow our reach. Or, or our, yeah. Okay. So that's number one. Yeah. Do some work. Okay. Let's talk about some now, now some short, fun hacks that, yeah. um, that we're utilizing in our team and we're seeing really good success from. Yeah. So one of the easiest ones, this came out sometime in 2023, because I don't think this existed previously, is at least on Instagram, which is kind of the, seems to be the more dominant platform these days, um, is the collaborator feature. And we use this a lot within our office. One of the things we found running a big team is that we have agents who will schedule time to record a video. They record a full video. We edit the full video and then we would send them the video. I'm like, here you go. Here's your video. Here's, you know, where to post it, how to post it. Here's what we recommend. Boom, boom, give them all the details. And they never post the freaking video, which was maddening for us because we, it's like, why the hell did you schedule the time, show up, record the video if you were going to do nothing with it? So we just decided like, Let's just uh, take charge. Let's not leave it up to them. And so we will post the video. But then in Instagram, when you're going to post, you can it still says add tag, right? But that's also how you add collaborator. So you go to post and then you hit add tag. And then once it pulls up, then you could either tag or add a collaborator. Um, initially, I think you could add one collaborator. Now you have to five collaborators. So what's beautiful is when you add a collaborator to a post in Instagram, it's as if let's say you do five as, as, as all five of you posted that. So the reach that you get when you add collaborators is insane. So that as opposed to like, try to stop tagging people. I don't even know why you need to tag people. I guess if it's more than five, then tagging. You can tag up to 20, but, I think. 
Um, if you're trying to get more reach on a post on Instagram, that collaborator feature is fantastic. And then it'll notify the person like, Hey, Brian Kyle invited you to be a collaborator on his post. Um, and you know, we just had our holiday party at Snapdragon stadium over the weekend. And like, I've been getting added to a bunch of different stuff as a collaborator on it. Um, and now that expands the reach of those posts. Yeah. Facebook, they used to call it cross posting. Um, and it really didn't get the, I think the virality that that collaborators are. Um, I love collaborators. Like you said, it's as if we all posted it. So if I got five views and you got 5,000, Instagram goes, hey, look at Brian. He got 5,005 views. Not really, but that's fine. Um, it helps our team because it does it for, it posts it basically for them. They have to approve it. Um, but also I love adding, not random people. It needs to make sense, but you can add your local chamber of commerce. You can add your, maybe you're talking about interest rates. You add your vendor or your your lender as a collaborator. You can add your team leader. You can, you know, you and, you know, maybe you're doing something where it, you're talking about real estate in San Diego versus Austin and you add your Austin uh, real estate referral partner as a collaborator. You can, I mean, you can be creative with it. I always say, I've told my team, not a single post needs to go out on Instagram without it having at least one collaborator. Not a single one. And I get pissed every time it happens, but we're, we're working you on it. you can't go backwards and add one. And so that's the thing. Two things. One, it has to be posted from mobile, so it can't be posted on desktop. And two, you have to do it at the time of posting. So you can't go back and edit it, which I'm sure they'll fix at some point. Yeah. I don't know why those two features are so specific. It makes it really annoying. But that means as not as many people are using it. At, I mean, it hasn't been ruined yet. So utilize. that's my absolutely favorite hack adding collaborator 100% right now. And again, if you're talking, we'll talk about some of these other things coming up that you can add collaborators. Think about the the city, the, uh, if there's a viral page that talks about, you know, things to do in San Diego, whatever, get your name, your face in front of their audience and help build it together. Maybe it's, maybe it's a, a, a vendor. Like if you're listening to this and you're a termite guy, Danny Dahl just came in. He's our termite guy from Lloyd's Pest Control. I love this guy with all my heart. If he wanted to get in with a team, say he wanted to get in with us, and he would talk about, oh, I love working with the Whistle Realty Group and blah, 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 and they added us as a collaborator and added Kyle as a collaborator, not only did he give Kyle a testimonial, that's cool, but he's put he's back on Kyle's radar of like, hey, remember me? I love working with you. Don't forget to send stuff my way. So I think there's a lot of really creative things you can do with it, adding your sellers for their listing video, all sorts of things. Well, let me ask you a question. You always ask me a million questions on here. So let me ask you one. Thanks for watching this week's episode of The Whistle. <laughs> so the question I have, this one's a controversial one. Uh-oh. I don't like this at all. Can I go home now? <laughs> I'm just going to just let it simmer for a minute. Sure. Um, this is a Facebook-specific one. Okay. At everyone, at highlight, at followers, all these new things that exist on Facebook. So at everyone, you can post inside of a group and it makes sure everyone in the group gets notified about your post. And then there's at follower, right? Which will anybody like, let's say followers, like it's, if you're in a group, um, you can do at followers and then anybody who follows you that's in that group will see it. I don't think it's in a group. I think if it's your page, it could just be on your page, I but think. you can do it like in a comment or think. Yeah. Um, so there's, there's these things that like force your, whatever it is that you tag to notify people. How do you feel about them? You know what? I'm honestly not mad at it. I've done it myself. I've gotten blown up about, I hate this. I'm leaving the group. Okay. Like, bye Felicia. You know, I, 
now don't abuse it. Don't overuse it. Uh, make sure that you're doing it when there's absolutely value given. Or, I, I mean, we, we're Gary Vee fans. We, his whole philosophy, at least seven years ago, he put out a book, Jab, 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 Right Hook. It's all about give, 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 give before you have the opportunity to ask for something. You know what? Every once in a while, we got to ask. We're salespeople. And it's funny how pissed salespeople get at being sold to. Like, guys, this is what you're doing to your clients. I don't understand. Um, and so people will leave the group. But I'm like, look, if the, the, the purpose of this group is to create a community to build stuff. But also, we're not doing this just because we're bored. We're doing this to help grow our business. And if, and if they're so offended by that we asked for business, that they want to leave the group, you know what? We're doing this because we eventually we want business. So if they don't want to do it, peace out. What do you think is the proper frequency? Like when is it Probably like every much? hour or so. Is, I'm just kidding. Um, I don't have a specific date or time. Okay. Uh, I think weekly is still too much. I think weekly is way too much. Uh, I think it has to do with the amount of value you've added versus the, the ask and the, the, the size of the ask. Yeah. So if we've been or the importance, like I used it yesterday in a group, but it was because we we're picking up donations today for our clothing drive. So I felt it was very important mm -hmm. for everyone in the group. Just a reminder, we're picking up tomorrow. Make sure follow the instructions so we can get your donation. Like I think there's importance in mm -hmm. that. So I think I don't know that there's a, a right or wrong on the frequency, but I think it's a more about the importance of the message than the frequency. I'm in some groups where it gets used every single week and it's for the same fucking thing every week. I think that's misusing it. Of course. Like it's it just be like, don't forget this, this event's happening today. I hop on the zoom. Like, I think that's a misuse mm -hmm. of these, all these at tags. Yeah. But I think if you're, if it's important, like tomorrow's a pickup day, don't forget, like that's more important and more timely and relevant where you need to make sure everybody gets the notification. Yeah, no, I agree with you on importance because if, if the next day by my thing where once a week is too much, if the next day you're like, hey, at everyone, there's a gas leak, uh, don't go to the neighborhood, make sure your kids are safe. Like that's super important. Yeah. At everyone it is. So, I mean, we, we've used it a handful of times when we're, either we're promoting a webinar that I think is going to be really valuable or when we had a, a special that we were running for a course that we we're doing, I think there's value in it here and there. But the more you use it, the more people will leave. Yeah. And, and to a certain extent, it's okay. Yep. Because the people that leave are probably the people that weren't really tuned in anyway. And and I, I'm sure I've left many groups that I've gotten tagged in that because I didn't even realize I was still a member of the group. And I'm like, oh, forgot I was in this one. Leave. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. I think it's okay. Like you, you, I think anybody who goes in using one of those tags. And it gets upset when somebody leaves a group is stupid. Like it's inevitable that you're going to be like remind people that they're a part of something they forgot they're a part of and they're going to dip. I mean, I was, I, I, I take things super personally. And I, at this point I'm like, I don't, they're like, I'm leaving this group. Then leave guy. I don't, you don't need to announce it. Goodbye. G peace. Whatever. So, all right. That wasn't as controversial as I thought. I was, I thought I was going to get nervous. All right. So social comes before media. Step one, two, Add collaborators. Every post, add a collaborator. Yeah. Now, they won't all accept. That's fine. Who cares? Um, next, let's talk about, this is a big one for us lately, 
And it's really annoying for someone who creates media, runs a media team. We have tens of thousands of dollars in equipment. And the shittiest video I ever made in my life got a million views, um, which is just so annoying. Um, but talk about the, the, the news aspect or uh, businesses, new businesses coming in, old business going out. Talk about how that's been going for us. Yeah. And this ties back into the OG Gary Vee strategy of like being the mayor, um, hence our media mayor that we do. Um, we want to be the person who puts the, the news out there for the local community. We can't entrust the local news station to do it because they can only do it for a, a broad area, but we can do it for a specific area. And so the posts that we've been getting massive amounts of engagement on, which establish us as an authority in the neighborhood, is post about, hey, this business is closing. What do you want to see go in here? Or there's a new business coming in here. You know, here's who they are. And people get very into that, good or bad. Mm -hmm. I, I think no matter what, there's always going to be a hater. I mean, you could literally be like, they're putting this new business in and everybody in the neighborhood gets $5,000. And people are like, that's going to cause inflation. You're like, fuck. <laughs> like, like literally, yep. right? Somebody, you're going to find a hater. Like somebody's going to be gifted $5,000 and find a reason to complain. So, um, But they won't leave the group. They'll yeah, stay in they'll the group. They'll stay in the group just to complain. <laughs> I mean, every group needs a good troll. So build them a bridge and let them hang out under the bridge and be a troll. It's fine. So we've just found, though, that the stuff talking about the new things coming into or going out of the neighborhood, those posts crush. They do so well because people really want to be tuned into what's happening with that. And if you can be the person who's at the forefront, like the our drive-in movie theater in one of like our primary community is closing down. That's a big deal to people, right? A lot of people probably maybe had their first date there, you know, <laughs> took their kid there. They've had just memories, right? Like it's a big deal. That, Made their first kid there. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> man, you have a dirty mind. I'm just, I, I'm reading comments, my guy. Yeah, sure you are. <laughs> uh, so, you know, there's something like that. And then we had another one recently where it was that there's a Trader Joe's coming into town and like massive engagement on that. So if you can be the person who's at the forefront of that, making these announcements of what's coming in or what's going out, that, that we've just found that to be really engaging local content that people get really into. And the craziest thing about this, for both of these things, we weren't the ones to break the news. I saw it posted in another group and I'm like... Oh man, everyone already knows. And so I was driving I, the drive-in theaters on the way to drop off my three-year-old. I was like, you know what? I dropped him off. I drove by in my car, slow mode, just drove up to the sign and said, going out of business or, or leaving in 2024, something like that. And a million views for a seven-second video with Patrick Starr from SpongeBob crying on it. And I'm like, okay, well, this is dumb. I don't know why this did so well. But you don't have to be the one that, to break the news you can find the news and just convey it in the way that people like to consume it, uh, which the media isn't doing. So doing that, we did that one. We did another one, drove through the Best Buy, the old Best Buy parking lot and said, what do you want to see coming in here? We heard there's something new coming in. What do you want to see? And just little things like that. Um, so follow the news channels, follow the, the, the other local groups, see what they're posting about, and then create content about that short form, add a collaborator, you know, City of Santee, Drive-In Movie Theater, um, New, CBS News 8. Like, add a couple collaborators, but you're the one creating it. Now now you're building relationships and you're getting in front of their audience. So I kind of actually want you to go to the Best Buy and do like a 
eight second, 15 second, you with your face on it saying, hey, you asked for it. Trader Joe's is actually coming in. They're in talks, blah, blah, blah. And just do like a really, really short form video. So that way, now we put your face in front of the content of, they're like, wow, Kyle told us this. And after, even though it's been posted a bunch of different times. There you go. Um, cool. Community. So social before media, adding collaborator, doing the news. And then finally, we've kind of talked about it throughout, but doing short form content. Yeah, so short form is just crushing it. You just mentioned, right, seven seconds. You got a million freaking views on it. Um, short form is really where it's at. People just want to consume content quickly, whether they're, you know, I just went to the dentist. Like, I could consume a few videos while I'm sitting waiting to get called back. You know, so those short form content's really valuable there. Or maybe, like, I was at Disneyland a couple of weeks ago when you're sitting in line at Disneyland. Like, you don't always have time to consume a full hour-long YouTube video. So when you can consume that short form and then, you know, the the algorithms are so damn smart. Um, it's insane where now it's the algorithms are making sure that the, the relevant content is getting put in front of the right people. So they're doing a lot of the work for you, which is really cool. So huge fans of short form content. We're finding the shorter, the better. 15 seconds or less is kind of that sweet spot. And the, I mean, you should be on all platforms. TikTok obviously was the one of the first to the scene to popularize it. Instagram's copied it. But the one that I personally am most geeked out about is YouTube. And it's uh, shorts is what mm -hmm. they're called on YouTube. The reason I like YouTube more than anything, and I think you're making a mistake if you're not getting your short form videos on YouTube, is that when you use platforms like TikTok and Instagram, search is not the native behavior when you go on these platforms. The native behavior on Instagram is um, is scrolling yeah. more so than anything, or tapping through stories. Um, you know, TikTok is is swiping is like the native behavior. The native behavior on YouTube is searching, like that is what you do on YouTube. You go there and you type in how to do this, right, or or things along those lines. But that is the native behavior on YouTube. So being that they're searchable. The beauty of YouTube shorts is that that content, I think, will get more value in the long run. So you're going to get real good short lift, like short form lift in things like Instagram and TikTok. But long form over or long over a long duration, those YouTube shorts are going to show up years from now. I mean, if you teach somebody uh, how to put together a particular IKEA desk, like People are going to search for how to put that stupid fucking desk together for years. And that video is going to continue to have relevance where the stuff, when you posted that same exact video on Instagram, it's gone two hours later because a lot of these things are hot for a couple hours and they're gone. So I think having short form content, but getting it on all the platforms. But I think if, if there was any one, I, I love YouTube the most for the longevity. Yeah. The, the YouTube takes a little bit different work though, because on, on Instagram, on TikTok, you can add music there. YouTube, you can't do it the same way, but yes, I hear you. Um, yeah, shorts. I'm, I'm a big fan of, um, I don't know where else I was going to go with that. Okay. But Instagram, obviously I think TikTok's fading fast. Um, it, it was very hot. There was a little window there to get a lot of traction, but I, I don't hear people talking about TikTok hardly at all anymore. Um, Do you consume content on TikTok right now? I, if I'm searching, I will go to YouTube. If I can't find it there, I'll go to TikTok. Mm. 
I look. I watch I TikTok every day. Do you? Uh-huh. But do it's, you search or just or just are scroll. you just swiping? Just swiping. Okay. Um. Yeah, and what what I love about this is as long as you're under fifty nine seconds, you can put it on YouTube, TikTok, and uh, Instagram all the same way. Um. So oh, and, and, the, and it, Facebook. Don't forget. Oh yeah, Facebook. and Facebook. And what's really cool, and so how we're doing this as a team now, so obviously we're talking about doing this with your business, we're talking about doing this for, with your community. Um, what we're doing as a team now is we're just having, I'm having one of my team members go around and ask agents little thing. What's your favorite feature of our buyer VIP? What is your um, your best new homeowner hack? What is your, whatever. And asking three or four agents and putting out content where they're giving stuff, we add them as a collaborator. So you can use this, within your team, within your community, within your, uh, just you and yourself and your real estate, uh, brokerage or, or I'm trying to say your business done like five podcasts today, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of it. So we're seeing massive results with that. And even last thing I want to add to that is I just went to, there was a new pho restaurant that I went and tried out and I was like, Oh, I'll make a little video while I was there with my family, the kids literally eating the food. Um, and it was, how long is it? I don't know if it'll tell me. Whatever. Uh, it's got 4,500 views. And now I, I was able to add that business as a collaborator. I asked them, I said, hey, I'm making it something cool. Can we film you guys later? And they're like, sure. And so I'm building that relationship and showing the community. It's, it's doing a lot of things all at once. And it's easy and quick and fun. And you can use templates and all sorts of things. I love it. Cool. Cool. Well, hopefully this added some value for you today. If it did, if you're watching on YouTube, hit the thumbs up button. That helps out with the algorithm. If you have questions, throw them in the comment section. Brian and I personally respond to all of those. Also, if uh, you want more of the content, hit the subscribe button, the little notification bell. And if you're watching on a, or listening on a podcast platform, if you could hook us up with a review, that means a lot to us. And also make sure to subscribe on there. Before we wrap the show today, Brian and I like to share a little something we refer to as the whistle widget of the week. This is something we utilize in our business that saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. What do you got, Brian? I'm going to do one that I literally learned about uh, 27 minutes and 33 seconds ago. And it's within Instagram. In your story, if you go and press the little, um, the little icon that looks like a smiley face on a piece of paper, I guess you can call it, where you can find the do the location and at mention and all that sort of stuff. They have a new um, function there called AI stickers. And I was playing with it literally 30 minutes ago. And there are times where I want to do, you know, um, a sticker that I want to overload, like I overlay. Like I said, I did Patrick Star crying about the drive-in closing. Um, but sometimes I can't find what I'm looking for. They have a new feature now called AI stickers. And you click on it, you type in what you want, and it will make a little sticker for you. I did a Hungry Hippo and I did a little purple and pink hippo with fangs. It was kind of weird. But if you want to be, you know, uh, something unique or, or something that you can't find already, you can create your own AI sticker all within Instagram. And it's quick. It's really quick. So that's my widget this week. Smart. One of the ones I've been using lately, this became popular initially. I think it was one of the first on Zoom. You started seeing these AI uh, bots or tools being used on Zoom. And that's been great. Then now Zoom has it built into it. You don't even need a, a third party one anymore, but now it's built into Zoom. And the th we have started using 
these same services in just meetings. So had a meeting last week with somebody who's kind of mentoring my partner and I on our development stuff. And so I just recorded the whole thing. So one, I have the entire meeting recorded, but then I have all the notes and the takeaways and stuff, kind of the summary of that meeting. Um, and then we've been using it for, we met with a vendor last week, who's kind of going over their program and it's like, Hey, I'm going to record this thing. So it's been really cool to use AI, not just for zooms, but using them in meetings. And so we're going to start doing that in client meetings as well. Obviously you want to make sure you get your client's permission. You're not supposed to now some States you actually can, but California at least is a two party consent state. So you it's, I don't think it's weird at all though, to say to your client, like, Hey, do you mind if I just record the meeting? I want to make sure I don't miss anything and I can come back and check my notes later if I need to. Like, I don't think you're going to have clients have a problem with it at all. No, um, it, that's like, do you mind if I take notes? Yeah, I mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Like, do you mind if I have my AI assistant take notes? Like, I don't think people are going to have any issue with that at all. So it just makes sure you don't miss little details because sometimes you're in a meeting and you're nervous or you're excited and things slip through the cracks. It can just really help mitigate that. And the one that I've been using is Otter, O-T-T-E-R. Um, there's probably other ones that work, but Otter is the one that I've been using. And then you can also integrate it with your CRM so you can then have the notes attached to a profile of the client and stuff. It's pretty sweet. So Otter has been really, really valuable for doing AI uh, note taking during not only Zooms, but face-to-face -face meetings too. Very cool. Awesome, guys. Well, thank you so much for tuning into the show. My name is Kyle Whistle with eXp Realty. I'm Brian Kochi. We'll see you next week. Wait, wait. Before you leave, I want to share some more tips and tricks that we're using in our business to take it to that next level. Just click right here. And don't forget to subscribe. Click right here.